Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Straight Talk with Ali Love. My name is Olaito Mahab. I will be your your host for today's podcast. And um, as you all know, shout out to everyone who has supported um, everyone who has been listening to this podcast. Even as we talk about um, special needs, how what it's like to survive in Lagos as the mother of a special needs child. Um, it's been an honor. It's been a great blessing. Thank you all so much for the love, the support. I've, I've seen people actually become a bit more enlightened with the stories I put up, with what I put out there, you know, and thank you. Okay, so uh, the, the idea, can I, I'm going to start with um, explaining the, what the idea for this podcast was about. When I was going to start this podcast, I actually got the vision to start this podcast um, the moment lockdown started. You know, it dropped in my heart. The Holy Spirit told me I needed to start a podcast. Now, I'd always wanted to work in radio. I'd always wanted to work in radio. I, I know I have a flair, an amazing voice. Thank you very much. You know, and I'd always wanted to work in radio. Radio uh, presenters, hosts, the the they they actually all the time they 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 fascinate me you know and and for me it's, it's just it's, it's a nice feeling i believe that every emotion is propelled through the voice and so god has blessed me with an amazing voice and you know for for a long time i kept saying what exactly is the reason why he gave me this voice what do you want me to do with it and he kept saying you can do a thousand and one things with it you know and so um, I got the vision to start this podcast at the beginning of the lockdown, um, just while we were home. I needed to keep my mind busy. And so we started randomly talking about random things, you know. And of course, it gets, got some hair plays. A lot of people got interested. They wanted to know what it was about. But, you know, I wasn't consistent. And that's the thing. There is nothing you want to do. There is nothing you want to do in this world that if you're not consistent, you would be able to do. You need to be consistent. No matter what, you need to be consistent. I wasn't consistent. I was getting easily bored. And that's because the exact reason why I got the mandate for making this podcast. I'd not unnest it. I'd not keyed into it. And so I was just randomly talking about random things and I was getting bored. And then, you know, it kept until my spirit manual was ready. I'd always been very particularly, very, I wouldn't say shy. I've just been a bit protective about the information I put out, put out there because of my son. For the longest time, people have viewed me as a multi-talented person. I am extremely, extremely gifted. I, I, I amaze myself sometimes. The things I find myself doing flawlessly, I, I amaze myself. God really took his time when he created me. He had invested so much into me. God invested so much into me. And I realized that each and every of those talents, every seed he had sown in me, if I had not been Akuridi's a mom, all of those seeds, every one of it, would have died. Would have just laid dormant. And that's the thing about that's the thing about um, that's the thing about um, putting information about my son's 
need out there. I, as much as I, as, as much as I come across to a lot of people as an extrovert, I'm actually not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. I could be an, I'm an introvert to a lot of people and an extrovert to very few people. And the truth is, I enjoy my own company a lot more than I enjoy other people's company. I am not one who likes to hang out all the time. I don't do it. But you see that one day I decide to hang out. I'm going to catch all of the crews and all of the fun. And then I'm inside. I'm, I'm taking off my wig and I'm like, okay, and another one year, I'll probably hang out again. I enjoy my, I think one of the, one of the things I found myself doing more of after I had my son was even way before we had my I had my son was it was is reading I read a lot I am not restricted by genres I read everything everything and you know as much as I read the Holy Spirit began to open my eyes to some intricacies about you know some things about um, some things about uh, uh, the things we consume our minds consume now having gone through life and all it that it threw at me one of the the, the first things i noticed was that when i we got when 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 i had my son the first two years i was in denial i was in denial and, and then after Kuride came we started we as a couple my husband and i we experienced secondary infertility we couldn't get pregnant and then we started getting pregnant after we were well, no, underwent a procedure and then we couldn't carry babies to full time for the longest time you know uh Benga from bigger women ministries was talking about identities in christ and for a long time I was identified. I, I in fact, for a long, for, for a long time, I went from. That's the thing about finding yourself, owning your purpose, understanding the reasons why you're on earth. Now, for a long time, I kept my pain was one of the things that propelled me. Anger, pain, sorrow, scars, emotional scars. I battled with a lot of darkness. Not see that's the thing, and I want to put this out there. Please, please, please. When you come across, when you see your friends, when you see colleagues who are struggling with something, check on them. You don't know. You don't know when the thought would slip in, when depression will get to a, pl- a place where. The devil is now telling you that the only way you can ever come out of this situation is if you end it all. I've seen people have the balls to say that. Eh, I can't even imagine what would make me want to kill myself. I think that's rather insensitive. Don't say that. Are you saying the people that actually did succumb are weak? Yes, they may be weak in spirit because you cannot have the spirit of God in you. The spirit of Christ is life. It embodies life. So there's no way you will have the spirit of Christ in you and you'd feel like killing yourself. Ah, the Bible says that you had died unto sin. So there's no, there's just no. And you know, for a very long time, it became my identity. I didn't want to be sin. One of the reasons why I didn't talk about my son was that I didn't want to be identified by that flaw i felt it was a flaw i didn't want people to see that you know i didn't want people to you know 
to me, for a long time, it was almost as if my son was a toy, a shiny toy, that I'd bring out once in a while and put it back in the cupboard. I didn't want, you know, show it to people on the playground, to friends on the playground, and they put it back. The trajectory that my life had taken in the last few months has been faster than any other. I'm, I've been on a lane so fast that I have not been on since I started to, to discover who I really am and what the reasons why I have been through all I have been through. Caliber. The Lord invested a lot in me. It's put a lot, a lot of, do you know what I have inside of me? What I have inside of me will change the face of the entire world. Because what this, what this podcast is going to do in another six months, in another one year, is going to be mind-blowing. It's going to be epic. Because now I'm going to... Doors, gates are busting open. And that's the idea. You need to understand that where you are right now is for a reason. There is no way. David needed to, to be prepared to be king. He needed to go into the shepherd. You cannot just rise to the place of kingship. You have to embody the qualities that makes you a king. For a long time, I was defined by emotional scars, physical scars. I, was def- I didn't want people to ever look at me and feel that, oh, that boy, that boy was, um, the boy with CP, uh, that's his mom. I, didn't, I wanted to be individualized. I wanted to be seen as an individual outside of that part of my life. And you know, so I just wanted to pretend it, didn't, it, it wasn't happening. A part of my mind wanted to pretend, and yet it was there. If I, if I, if I question a thousand mothers who have children with special needs, you see these emotions I'm feeling, they're going to feel the same way. Some people have been fearless, fearless. They've carried this, you know, they've run with the vision. It's, it's, it's my turn to run with the vision. There's a reason why that vision came to be. That vision was not just placed there for me to, you know, just look at it and look at it and go back and check it. That vision was birthed. This vision was birthed through my son. The idea is advocacy. Basically, I'm bringing awareness. And when people know, I eventually want to be able to push a bill where actually schools would actually teach what inclusion as a subject. Because the truth is, there are children, one out of every 40 babies born, not even every 40 now, the statistics I think has changed, one out of every 40 babies born is born with, a, with, with either autism, ADHD, cerebral palsy, um, Down syndrome, name it. They are born with one defect or the other. One reason why the quality, their quality of life is going to be a bit static. And so the world needs to understand that these children did not ask to be born. It happened. And when it has happened, the world needs to begin to train itself with appropriate responses to these things. It's no longer about... Um, 
it's no longer about you see a child and a child who is different and then you're acting awkward the world needs to get to a place where if i am the mother of a regular child and i'm standing beside another woman and i see a child walking down the road who is obviously special needs and the person beside me is acting a funny way the world needs to get to a place where it is easy for me to protect that child by saying that is there something wrong mama it's just like your children it's just special there's no yes that's where the world needs to get to we're going to be creating awareness i'm going to spotlight in organizations places and people people who are doing amazing things in this for awareness it's unfortunate that the nigerian government has still not gotten a headway into inclusion these children they have rights but those rights are not being met a lot of them go to schools and you know they are not even promoted in class you know, some of their parents don't know what an IEP is. I didn't know what an IEP is until a few years ago. And it's very hard to get an IEP for your child. Now, so these are the conversations we're going to be having. These are the things that Spirit is leading me to talk about. These are the things we will be talking about. We're going to be looking at, at creating room for these children creating room for them to prosper, for them to excel. Because the reality is, I remember that everyone, whoever met my son, kept telling me to pick him up and, and that to start looking for money and you know, leave, leave Nigeria. And I'm beginning to wonder, what if we never leave Nigeria? Am I saying that my son cannot have a good quality of life? Yes, the truth is, if I'm going to be totally honest, the cheapest you can ever get therapies, therapies, for children with special needs, the cheapest therapies, the cheapest is at fifty thousand a pop a month. Is at fifty thousand a month. And if your child needs like, accredited needs, uh, occupational therapy. Accredited does speech therapy. Is supposed to be able to do also do um, uh, physiotherapy because we need to work on his balance. But the truth is, when we look at the money aspect of this journey, the money aspect is daunting. That's just the truth. The money aspect of this journey is extremely, extremely daunting. And that, that's one of the things that discourage regular moms, you know, the, the regular people from not taking decisive steps. Um... I'm looking at a, at a situation where in a, a few years from now, we can sit in a boardroom with, with board of directors of HMOs and ask that our children be placed on their HMO plans, where they can open an HMO plan for children with special needs. And that plan covers the child for a period of time. That's the idea for this advocacy. Advocacy goes beyond talking about, yes, I'm going to be educating, but I'm also going to be pushing for change. We're going to be pushing to be heard. Our children deserve to have the best quality of life, just as regular children do. So that is that. That is that. Um, I'm also going to be talking about another, you know, interesting aspect of being the mom of a child with special needs um outside of you know your child if you're the mom of a special needs
child, please listen to me. Your child will go down in history as one of your greatest blessings. Some of you actually wish he had, the child had never been born. Some of you, at the back of your mind, you're thinking, why give me this child if he, if he was going to come with all of this? I remember I went out with my son and, you know, somebody gave advices on, you know, alternative drugs. In fact, one particular person said there was this herbalist somewhere in Benin City that she wants, he wants, I've never met this person before. He walked up to me and started talking. And usually before, my before self, I probably had gone off, popped off on you and like, what, who are you? But no, I actually listened and I said, thank you. And when he walked away, I trashed the card. My son is not possessed. Please, let me make this very, very plain. This is not a why. It's a medical condition that will be straightened out that with therapy, the child can live a perfectly normal life. This has not, no spiritual undertone. Don't be deceived. Because that's, that's what a lot of people peddle the pedal to the outside world. Thank you very much for for listening to today's episode. Um, I'll be doing a follow-up podcast very soon. But in the meantime, have a lovely day. Have a lovely day. Remember, you can send me an email. Ask me questions. I'm willing to listen. Would you like to collaborate? Do you have a story to share? Would you like to tell me a bit more about um, your children and how this you know, happened? How did we get here? Um, I would like to hear from you all. Thank you very much and have a, an amazingly lovely, lovely day.